guys, my name is Sarah Demeke and today I am with Brianna Warme. Yes. And um so today for this episode we are talking about vulnerability. Mm. Very deep talk yes. topic. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to ask you for one, what was like what has your experience with vulnerability been like? That is a great question. I feel like vulnerability is either something that comes very naturally to people Mm. or it's something that they really have to fight for. Um, And I have had the experience of really having to fight Mm. to be vulnerable in my relationships. Mm. I actually had an epiphany, a realization, whatever you want to call it, about Mm. a year and a half ago where um, I was just kind of evaluating my friendships and I was like, why do I not feel close to any of my friends like I had Mm. I had the quantity of friendships but I didn't have like I didn't feel like anybody knew me Mm. and I was thinking about it and trying to really just be objective when looking at it like Brianna have you been doing anything wrong is there anything that could be causing this and I realized that I I had always kind of considered myself to be a vulnerable vulnerable person Mm. Uh, but when I thought about it really thought about it I was letting other people be vulnerable with me, Mm. but then when it was my turn to be vulnerable with other people, Mm. there would be this, this wall, this, like, this block that would come up in my brain, and I wouldn't be able to do it, and, um, so I knew people really, really well, but nobody knew me, Mm. and, um, I didn't realize that that was not only hurting me, but it was also hurting my friends, like, I, Mm. I had this moment, like, when somebody is vulnerable with you, you feel like you have been trusted with something and that Mm. is a very special and sacred thing to feel and I was Mm. denying my friends that opportunity like I was almost saying without saying it in words and whether this was my intention or not I was essentially saying like I don't trust you enough to invite Mm. you into these parts of my life I was holding them at arm's length and then I had the audacity to be like, well, why don't I feel close to people <laughs> yeah. when I was doing it myself? Mm. And um, so that kind of catapulted me into this, really this mission to be like, okay, I, like, a, an innate desire as human beings is the desire to be known. And I was mm. like, if I am going to be known by people, I have to, have to, have to be willing to be vulnerable with them. Mm. And... Um, goodness the amount of growth that I have seen in the past year and a half actually Mm. makes me so excited um one of my friends Rachel actually in um the spring she told me Brianna you have grown so much in vulnerability just since I've known you and I was like that is so amazing (laughs) because that was the goal and um man it really just required being willing Mm. and saying you know what I trust you enough to let you in Mm. and I don't know if you've had similar experiences with that or what your journey has been like or anything like that but that's kind of where I'm at now I'm at a better place of like okay I I think I had to understand the purpose behind it Mm. and then once I knew that I was like okay like this is something that I can do and I can trust people enough to be vulnerable with them so Mm. so to what extent would you say Um, you were, like, you allowed yourself to be vulnerable, or you Mm. allow yourself to be vulnerable with people, Mm. and then also, how do you choose who you can be vulnerable with? Ooh, that is a great question, great, great question. (laughs) Um, so, I'm gonna answer the second question first, because that Mm. determines the answer to the first question. So, um, I would say definitely everybody does not need to know the Mm. deepest stuff about your life. I think, um, 
that we can, I was on one end of the extreme, but there can also be an opposite end of the extreme where we swing to the other side and we are an open book with everybody. Mm. And um, I think we all know these people that just like, you can know them for four minutes and they're like, hey girl, let me tell you every trauma that's ever happened to me yep. before. Yep. Um, and I don't know, I that might work for some people. I personally mm. don't think that that is the healthiest way to go about it. I also think that it removes some of the sacredness in the act of vulnerability. If you're vulnerable with everybody, then it doesn't really mean anything, right? You're not actually reserving anything for just you and one other person um, or several people, however many you choose to be vulnerable with. So um, there, there isn't a, a secret number or really a gauge. You kind of just have to gauge for yourself in your own friendships. I would say... Um, again, it all comes to, can I trust this person? So Mm. look at the people around you and ask yourself, do they talk about other people when they're not around? Do they have a habit of gossiping? Um, because if they're, unfortunately, if they're gossiping about other people in your company, Mm. the likelihood of them gossiping about you in other people's company is really, really strong. Mm. Um, and goodness, I could talk about the topic of gossip for forever. <laughs> I think it's girl. one of those things that is so normalized when yeah. it should not be. Mm. Um, and so, and if we're being honest, that's probably one of the reasons that people struggle to be vulnerable mm. is the culture of gossip that we live in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just look at the people around you and ask yourself, can I actually trust these people? Mm. And then also you need to evaluate the motive behind why you're sharing in that moment. Mm. So there there comes a point where you you can be sharing something from the motive of like I want to be in deeper friendship with this person but then Mm. there can also be like I want somebody to feel bad for me right now Mm. or I just want to have a pity party and there's such a fine line between the two of those Mm. um and you have to ask yourself what is the motive of sharing this with this person in this Mm. moment is it um, to get a response out of them and that type of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually for a long time, I had the fear of being vulnerable, mm. um, because I would, I was scared that people would think I was being vulnerable for the wrong reasons yes. and that would cause <clears throat> me to not open up. Mm. Um, but then I realized just how important it is in like a relationship. Mm. And I was like, you know, if this person believes this in the first place, then maybe <laughs> I shouldn't have been vulnerable in the first place. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just this whole, um, thing for sure so totally understand that Um, all right so I actually have a question for you Um, I don't know maybe you'll talk about this in more (laughs) length in other videos but Sarah is in a leadership position right now she is a connect group leader here (laughs) at our university and I heard somebody say something one time that completely shifted the way that I view vulnerability Mm. and it was actually my pastor from back home he said that leaders lead with vulnerability which is completely countercultural to the concept of leadership has to be strong and show no weakness and don't Mm. let people see like the places where you're failing um can you speak to that at all have you seen that in um your leadership or is that something that you want to experience in your leadership of like I want to lead with vulnerability and what do you think that that would look like wow that's a really good question um Mm -hmm. so definitely feel like whenever I am vulnerable with the people on my hall um they open up to me more Mm -hmm. I think there's something 
uh, really powerful about like, okay, this person trusts me so I can trust them too. Um, and so it goes both ways. Um, but I'm always scared of opening up too much Mm -hmm. and becoming like, um, losing that almost like leadership feeling where, Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, oh, okay. So she's opening up, she's struggling. So Mm -hmm. maybe I can't go to her for things Mm because I know she's done like, or dealt with this before. And Mm so, um, I definitely think, um, finding like a balance of it is really important, but, um, I definitely do believe being vulnerable is so important and, um, especially with a leadership position because it just shows that you're like beyond just the leadership position and that you're human because I think whenever you have um, a leadership position it's so um, easy for other people to just see you as that position rather Mm -hmm. than oh wait they're a person and they deal with the same things um, that like everyone else does and just because they're in that position doesn't mean they struggle less but probably that they struggle more Mm -hmm. um, because of maybe the pressure or not necessarily more but um, they can definitely be attacked more Mm -hmm. um just because of that leadership position from the devil or even just yeah the pressure that could be from that position so yeah yeah. that's cool (laughs) it makes me think of the verse I'm terrible with references um but that says like my grace is sufficient for you because it is in your weakness that my strength is made evident like even us being vulnerable with people is an opportunity for the Lord's strength to be made evident of like, wow. hey, I'm weak and I am struggling in this area or mm. I need I have, need help or I'm broken in this area, but this is like how the Lord has worked through it and this is how the Lord has been strong in it. Mm. So isn't that wild? Like yeah. the Lord uses our weaknesses and the things that we are vulnerable in mm. for his glory and then for the ultimate good of other people as well. That's mm. so cool. That is so good. Um, something that I've struggled with in the past is um, is um, pride, where I'm like, even if I am vulnerable with these people, what does it bring me? Um, where I'm just kind of like, I can deal with this on my own, and like me telling anyone, it doesn't like bring any good um, to the situation. And so for a long time, I wouldn't tell people things because I was like, even if I do tell them what, they're just going to carry it. But um, I know the Bible speaks so much about just, like, um, laying your burdens on one another yes. and uh, bringing it to the Lord. And so um, I definitely think it's so important. But I, it took me a really long time to realize that. Yeah. No, that's real life. We can get into this, like, self-sufficient mindset almost mm. of, like... And it can, again, I think be fueled from two places. Number one, yes, pride of, like, I... Um, can handle this on my own or even like this like maybe depending on how other people have responded to us in vulnerable moments Mm. before we might even feel like we have to handle it on our own Mm. like we we've opened up in the past and somebody hasn't responded well and so then it's like Mm. okay well I guess I'm just gonna have to figure this out on my own yeah um and those types of things happen subconsciously right we don't necessarily realize that we're adopting that behavior Mm. um but then also I think it's fascinating that you mentioned the verse about like bearing each other's burdens because I have felt guilty in the past for being vulnerable because I don't want to put that on other Mm, people does that make sense there can be the sense of like this is really heavy or this is Mm. really a lot and it's like I don't want to put that on other people Mm. does that make sense they they have their own stuff to deal with yeah so I'll just deal with my stuff they can deal with their stuff Mm. you know what I mean that's that's so I don't know yeah yeah I've I definitely get that um I think it's really interesting too because I feel like the Lord will use Mm -hmm. um the moments of you being vulnerable or people being vulnerable for like even that person's own good where they'll like learn from the situation and even Mm -hmm. then I feel like 
um, it brings an opportunity to, um, like, be vulnerable in return or mm-hmm. even just, um, like, pray about it and mm-hmm. um, bring it to the Lord. So yeah. there's only something special about That's that. That's a good goal. Mm-hmm. So we have been talking quite a bit about being vulnerable with other people, and that is really the avenue for deepening friendships, for having really deep, meaningful friendships with people and relationships with people. But I think that's something that we can also forget about is our need to be vulnerable with the Lord, right? So mm-hmm. I would love to just talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that we can almost have this this idea in our head that because God is omniscient, right? He knows everything. Um, he knows every hair on our head. He has every day of our life um, set out before mm. us that we can forget that we also have to be vulnerable with him, right? Mm. Just because he knows what's going on doesn't mean that he doesn't want us to bring it to him mm. and to vocalize it to him and to say, hey, Jesus, this is going on and I, I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling angry or mm. I'm feeling frustrated. Um, I'm curious, do you... Have you experienced difficulty being vulnerable with the Lord? Or what do you think in general can be things that hinder us from being vulnerable with the Lord? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, Let's see. I would say, yeah, I think just the fact that he probably already knows. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sometimes what we forget is, like, it's just him reaching out his hand and we have to go out and actually, like touch his hand yes and so um he's there to listen and he wants Mm -hmm. to foster a relationship but we have to take the next step of actually bringing it to him Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's such a good example of like what our friendships here on earth should look like um and so yeah like do you have any like examples or experiences with that specifically yeah so I think um a huge thing can be shame right Mm -hmm. like let's say um you're really really struggling with a sin Mm -hmm. and right like the lord already knows he knows what's been going on he knows what you've been struggling with um but we can almost have this idea i mean goodness we see it at the beginning of creation in the garden god knew what adam and eve had done and yet they still hid from him right and also god knew what they did but he asked them because he required and wanted a response from them he could have told them this is what you've done but he asked them what Mm. happened why are you hiding um which just again shows the beautiful um reciprocation that is supposed to take place like jesus Mm. does come to us but then we do have to reach out and take his hand Mm. um so guilt shame can 100 percent hinder us from being vulnerable with the lord Mm. um i think also quite frankly we can forget to be vulnerable with the lord if we've been running to everybody else except for him oh wow so we we've talked a lot it's important to be vulnerable with friends it's important to be vulnerable with the people around us but Mm. that also falls in line with a priority of being Mm. vulnerable with the lord first right Mm. so we have to ask ourselves who am i running to when i'm upset and angry Mm. yes we can and should and need to run to people the lord gave us people for a reason but that has to be established within a context of run to the Lord first, right? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to the question, do you think you can foster like a deep relationship without vulnerability? A deep relationship without vulnerability? Yeah. Uh, I would argue that no, you can't. I think, um, goodness, I mean, so if... If I was describing, if I came to you and I said, hey, I have 
this friend that I really, really, really love. And you said, oh, well, like, what do you love about them? And I said, well, I love that their eyes are blue Mm. and I love that their hair is brown and I love that they're five foot four inches tall Mm. Um, and I only listed these like external very surface level things you Mm. would question does she actually know that person Mm. enough to love them like I don't think so Um, whereas if I were to talk about um, you know these more deep Um, internal things about that person you would say wow she has really fostered deep friendship with that Mm. person she loves them she knows them right part Mm. of part of loving somebody and being in a relationship with them is knowing them Mm. Um, and so I would argue no you can't foster a deep relationship without vulnerability because you can you can only go so far before you hit a wall and it's like we we can't be any closer because we're not letting each other into these things Mm. so yeah I would say no (laughs) what do you think yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, when you were talking, like, that kind of reminded me of was, like, the moments where we're vulnerable or the moments that we struggle um, are the moments that kind of, like, tell our story mm-hmm. because um, I guess that's where we build character and we build the strength and stuff. Yes. And so whenever we're able to tell other people, it's almost like telling our stories mm-hmm. of, like, how we came to be or how we're growing to mm-hmm. become more like Christ or um, just even just grow, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think another aspect that goes into vulnerability is forgiveness, because, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the time we have to, like, be able to forgive ourselves, um, in order to release the shame and guilt that we may be carrying, mm-hmm. um, and I know for me, a lot of times, like, I may, like, fall behind in school, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a big one, because, um, that holds, like, a lot of communication with your professors, and, which I don't do, mm-hmm. because I'm scared of being like, hey, I'm struggling, and I'm oh, falling that's... behind in school, yeah. um, and I don't want my professors to think, like, oh, she's slacking, or mm-hmm. even my classmates to just look down on me, like, oh, she's not a good student, mm-hmm. um, so a lot of the times, I'll be like it's fine it's fine I got this like I will just try to catch up um Mm. and a lot of the time it just ends up being that I fall so behind that I have to communicate and I should have communicated um in the beginning so that's definitely a time where um I let kind of like my pride get to me Mm. before I was able to communicate with like a professor so wow yeah what was their response like what were they gracious in that did they have um because usually what (laughs) I found is when when we do finally take the step to be vulnerable, it isn't quite as scary as we were expecting from the beginning. Did mm. you find that? Or, like, was it a relief once you finally got it out? Yeah, I would say it was definitely a release. And to be honest, unfortunately, not all the responses were yeah. what I was expecting. Yeah. And I think that's because I waited so long mm. that I don't think a lot of people realize, like, oh, like, you were just being kind of lazy or you just didn't care enough that mm. you were constantly communicating when it was more of like a, a mental or a, like a, a pride issue yeah. um yeah. and so uh some of the professors honestly were like hey just get your work in and hopefully you'll get a yeah. good grade yeah. uh, I can't really give you any grace time um yeah. and other professors were super understanding and so I think it just really depended on mm. the professor but um I really had wished I was more vulnerable in the beginning mm. um rather than just kind of being prideful and being like I got this I can handle right. this on my own and I would have probably gotten a better grade in right, the class right. <laughs> yeah. so that's definitely an example that I have right. um do you have any examples or even just yeah um, so what you're saying yeah. is just making me think um the whole concept of forgiveness and how we have to 
be able to release the shame and the guilt that we have is mm. I have had so many experiences. Well, not so many. That's an hyper hyperbole, but, um, just several instances where, um, I've been dealing with something or struggling with something. And then I, it builds and builds and builds mm. the longer that I hold it in. And number one, the enemy thrives in the darkness. The enemy's goal is for us to keep things hidden in the dark because that's where, um, he can best attack us. And mm. when things are exposed to the light, there's freedom and there's healing. Mm. Um, but yeah, just many experiences where I have been dealing with something and, um, one that comes to mind specifically, I just had a lot going on in my personal life, a lot with my family, um, a lot here at school. And because of that, I was having these really honestly, um, unsettling feelings towards the Lord. I was experiencing a level of like anger towards him and confusion and sorrow. And I had always had, um, this mindset that you're not allowed to have negative emotions towards the Lord because Mm. like, how dare we like, is my faith that small? Mm. Um, and so I was really struggling with that. And because of that, I, number one, didn't want to come to anybody with the things that were happening. And then number two, I didn't want to tell them because of this, I, I've been frustrated with God and, um, which is wild. Cause if you read the Psalms, David is saying all kinds of stuff towards the Lord. Mm. Um, but I remember finally I was driving home, I think for spring break maybe. And, um, my friend from back home, she called me and she said, Hey, I feel like you haven't been okay. Like, is something going on? Like you can talk to me. And I ended up telling her the whole thing. And I was like, and you know what, because of it, I, I have felt frustrated towards God and I'm frustrated with myself that Mm. I feel that way. Like I know that I shouldn't be, I know that I can trust him. Um, but we can have like a head knowledge belief of something, but it doesn't translate into the way that we're walking and the way that we're living. Mm. And she said, Brianna, I kid you not. I have been in this exact situation before where I was angry with God. I was confused. I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and she was like, and I felt so ashamed for being upset with the Lord. Like I didn't feel like I could talk to anybody about it. And it just drove me further into this space where, I was isolating myself from the Lord and then I needed deep healing that I wasn't getting because I refused to be vulnerable with people. Mm. And, um, goodness, that moment when she said that, number one, it was like, Mm. I can breathe now. I I have this off of my chest. Somebody else has felt this way before. Um, Mm. and if, if people were really, really honest, I think most people have probably been in a spot like that before. Mm. Um, and, since then we have been able to check in on each other and dialogue with each other when something is going wrong Mm. and we have been able to take that feeling of like okay I'm frustrated with the Lord this is confusing I don't understand if he's good then why has this happened Mm. um and we were able to say okay what does the word say what does his Mm. character say and we were able to build up from that place of like okay I'm allowed to have questions and be confused, Mm. but the Lord is still good. And the Lord Mm. brings goodness out of suffering, but we would not have gotten to that place if I had not chosen to be vulnerable with her. And if she hadn't chosen to be vulnerable back with me. So that's just one example, but it was so powerful in the moment. I remember, um, and again, I'm closer to her because of it, right? Our friendship reached a new level because of Mm. that shared vulnerability. So that's just Mm -hmm. one story that I have, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I wonder uh, what it is about just, I guess, like, even hard moments that bring people so close together. Mm. Um, and I feel like it might be because we feel, um, unfor- I feel like we feel those moments the most, mm. if that makes sense. No, that makes <laughs> we're sense, like, yeah. We're able to um, relate to one another because we've mm-hmm. either struggled so much or felt a certain emotion so hard yeah. or harshly that yeah. we're like, wow, like, you've been there, too. And yeah. there's something so beautiful about that that just brings people yes. together. So yes. I'm glad that we're, like, everyone has the opportunity to be vulnerable, even though it may not be easy yes. all the time. Yes. Well, look at us being vulnerable on a podcast about vulnerability. Yes, I feel like that is a must. If we're going to talk about vulnerability, then we're going to have to practice what we preach, right? Yep, that's true. Well, thank you for being vulnerable, Brianna. Yes, thank you, Sarah, for being vulnerable. I appreciate it. I feel closer to you. I feel closer to you, too. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, There will be more in the future. Thank you, Brianna, for joining this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Detox are my favorite. (laughs) Me, too. And I love your brain (laughs) and your heart and your wise words and just you. So thank thank you. you. (laughs) All right. Bye guys.